Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. This is the New World Order and I am Chancellor Zane C. Weber of the Nation of Zane Australia here with my colleagues from across the seas. One who likes dogs and one who likes to watch dogs suffer forever. I'm the dog liking one. That's pretty firm character work that I've laid down over the You've years. You've got four giant dogs that can't move and your people just stand there looking at them. To be fair, it's technically... Oh, basic torture. Maths. No, so it's only twelve dogs because each of the dogs has three heads. Torture. Well, they're not tortured. They're in charge of anything. They torture us. They can't us. move. They can move. They're so big. They're they're everywhere. No, it was it was definitely canon that you said that they they're so big they can't move. Oh no no, it's and like they, they can't them. move because they're so big. Yeah, they don't Who like are the, you? the Sebastian and, and um my dogs are not the monster from Akira. That's mm. me, Just Sebastian. That's oh. it. That's who you are. I'm man Sebastian of the people. Sebastian the dog lover. Oh, man of the people now. Oh, going back to that. Well, no, I'm just saying I'm just Sebastian. I'm one of them. You're not the people's champion? Uh, today, I'm feeling the- more like Joe Bloggs, you know? <laughs> I'm just the, I'm just your blue-collar guy oh, on the street. So you're lying to your populace again. <laughs> it's like, hey, everyone, it's me. You're, it's me, Sebastian. Just your um, regular Sam. Where's the pride, Seb? No, no, I'm proud. I'm just I modest. am Andrew Schossler, the most supreme, magnificent overlord of everything you ever saw in the great confederacy of Andropolia. Now that's national pride. Yeah, like I said, I'm modest. <laughs> and we are here on our Patreon episode just for you to round up the second of... The second... I guess, iteration of the aliens switching our brains and us being in charge of each other's nations. I actually like it. I think it's a it's very fun. interesting dynamic. It's fun. I have I, a follow-up. I'm going to say you, you're probably in the, had the worst situation so far. Well, there is... Seb's actively <laughs> encouraged me to make the bad decisions that he wants. Listen, we're all to blame, <laughs> except for me. I do have a follow-up mm. for the Andropolian... Uh, Declaration of nuclear war. war. Yeah, I can't believe you guys did that. It's 2019. Nuclear war is so World War Two. Look at this. (laughs) Okay, you might want to not not pay any attention to the news for a few years, buddy. (laughs) It comes up as as an issue, but with no options. Like again, you read it and then dismiss it. Yeah. So it's just the fallout, literally the fallout, and figuratively. I feel like I'm being robbed of a choice here. So if, Did I have uh, an extra one so I can also destroy yeah, no, his nation? So this will just be... Uh... If you haven't been following every single episode... How dare you? <laughs> back in episode, oh, I don't know, 100 and something. Uh, there we are, 108. 
Andropolia prepares for war with Brazilistan over child slavery reports. Yes. So the the report was that Brazilistan had uh, kidnapped a lot of children and tourists, not just from Andropolia, but including Andropolians, mm. uh, and the choice was what to do about it. So Andropolia was at the time being run by Zane. It's true. It's true. I was I was in charge <laughs> of the response. Zane decided on a military option. I agreed. And then the, <laughs> the control of Andropolia flipped. A controlled military response. So you're, you're getting people to go in, rescue your people, get out. That's what the plan was. Can I just point out, so, you, it wasn't a controlled military response. It was <laughs> boring podcasting. And then Sebastian, hero. How dare you? A man with How dare you defend your actions as, oh, well, imagine the ratings when, yeah, we, when we see this mushroom cloud on the television. Imagine how many people will tune into that. I walked the over options to were this. literally nothing, a intelligent military option, or literally blank check to the military, yeah. let's invade. Yeah, so what I did was <laughs> I found this weird smoking crater that used to be where this nation was and just stuck a little flag into it that said, entertainment. And that's my defense. It's not even a defense, really. I don't, I've, I've got nothing to defend. I made the right choice. Seb, you didn't find the crater. You made the crater. Oh, you spoiled my secret. There used to be an entire country there with <laughs> trees and balloons and happy children. Yeah. Probably Mostly tacos. People, yeah. Dogs. You killed millions of dogs. Yes, yeah. Listen, for every dog that dies, my dogs grow an extra head. <clears throat> that's a lot of heads. That's a, that's that's too, a, that's a, that's a big problem. Why do you think they can't move? <laughs> So many heads. So you admit it. So with the choice... <laughs> now because it's convenient for my joke, yes. With the choice of a precision strike, you know, tactical teams going in behind enemy lines, extracting Andropolians and other children, of course, not mm. just Andropolians, uh, destroying or neutralising military facilities, or an all-out border war, full invasion, total war, or... A nuclear strike with indeterminate targets. It's just we're going to launch nukes against everybody in Brazilistan. Sebastian thought the wisest course of action was to follow my military recommendations. Would be to I'm absolutely a... obliterate Brazilistan and everybody affected by the Brazilistanese decisions. I have never claimed to be a tactical expert. However, I just believe that you're the head of the military was. So if anything... This is kind of your fault. <sighs> Bad training? I don't, I don't know. I don't, <laughs> you don't fo- I, don't, I don't think anyone's buying it. Gentlemen. It's, it's fine. <laughs> it's just a little war crime. When you give the order to launch the nukes, your general briefly leaves the room. The moments tick by. When he returns, he simply nods once. Birds in the air. There are almost two dozen people around this table including some of the most brilliant minds and fearsome personalities in Andropolia, but none of them speak. Three minutes until impact. You expected more activity, but there's nothing to do. There aren't even any gigantic computer screens tracing the path of the missiles. It's beneath you, you suppose. Your job is not to track the flight of missiles. Your job is to simply decide, and that's what you've done. You've decided to annihilate another country. You look around the table at your advisors and soldiers. Some nod back, reassuringly. Some won't meet your eyes. Not everyone will agree with you, of course. 
but it's not their decision. It's yours. The general leaves the room several more times. Finally, he returns. It's done, the general says. It's done. <laughs> I'm, I know laughing seems inappropriate, but it's... <laughs> <laughs> No, it's just because of how yeah, thick no, decapitating sex. your entire family in celebration is probably also inappropriate Seb, at some level. Seb, let's just hope that between this recording and when it's released, that Brazil is not nuked. Because if that happens, you're going to be in real trouble. Why Brazil? Because you're bombing Brazilistan. Oh, okay. I wasn't even paying attention to what nation it was. Um, <laughs> of course you were. No, I'm laughing because Sam, of how can you, thick can nation you point- states lays the guilt on. That's <laughs> <laughs> like, you, can I point to Brazil on a map? Yeah, yes, I can. <laughs> if, I, if, I, if I lay out for you this lovely uh, uh, tea, tea cloth, kitchen it's cloth. In the, it's in the oh, bottom right. It? Yeah, <laughs> I know the bottom right of a sphere right. sounds stupid, but on a printed map, it's in the bottom right with the yeah, rest it's in of the South corner. America. It's in the corner of the sphere. Oh, down, yeah, it's somewhere down. in South America. <laughs> That's where it is. Don't worry. Ah, it's fuck so, it. It's Nuke like, the lot. Nuke the whole continent. Just send them all south. Where's, where's Spain? <laughs> Somewhere in Europe. Yeah. <laughs> They're all so squiggly. Who can even tell? Brazil's quite a large a large landmass. Oh, oh, look at it's considerable. It's over here. <laughs> I work in travel. <laughs> There's a big map literally behind my desk. Yeah. All right. Are we going to do... What are we doing? What happens here? <laughs> no, I don't want to answer anything else because I don't want to give Andrew the That's pleasure it. and complaining that, about my decisions. <clears throat> that wasn't an issue. I mean, it came up as an issue, but it's just there to guilt Sebastian. I thought nothing. <sighs> I Your fake people destroyed those fake people. <laughs> my people are real, though. I should point out that the world Americans are real. Dogs? Uh, they're real headachey because of the, all the heads. Really, you hate when they come to you with their problems, <laughs> with their petty problems. Your people, yes. My people, you, genuine you, people. You, you banned the internet, yeah, as for a bit. It's still gone. Yeah, because I haven't had the choice to bring it back. It's been like I a real-world year. This I know. Was, imagine was, going a year without the internet. I know. I'm just as angry as you are outraged that I don't have well, the internet right you've now. You've got no credibility, Seb. You are the man who, just a couple of episodes ago, were saying, I'm perfectly comfortable with the idea of going back to feudal times, <laughs> outlawing king. all technology... At least I would get a castle. Absolutely. Yeah. No, no. Okay. The castle was just the positive side of that. I'd rather that not happen, (laughs) but if it did happen, I'd have a castle. Just confiscate some funds and build yourself a castle. You've got a bunker. Those funds are for the people, Andrew. They're not (laughs) for me. You also have sky cities. (laughs) That's true. We do have floating fortresses in the sky. Did you forget about those? Yeah, it's been been over a year since they were relevant. I just look up and there's just like a a bunch of signs saying, we're out of food, help us. I'm like, oh yeah. No, you're just strolling around the offices of Andropolia just looking for things to press. Okay. All right. I have an issue. It's called Two Countries and a Baby. Wait, so Andy's in charge of... Yes, yep, okay. correct. <clears throat> Two options. The case of baby Isabel Rivera has captured the hearts of the nation. Born with a devastating neurological disease that has impacted her entire nervous system, the young girl has been left in a vegetative state, her organs shutting down. Doctors claim she has no hope for recovery and have received a court ruling to discontinue life support. 
On the day, Isabella's parents tearfully prepare to say goodbye to their child. The neighbouring theocracy of Savoia has granted the baby citizenship and demands that I intervene in case, in this case and expatriate her for treatment. This sounds specifically familiar. Have we dealt with this exact issue before? Oh, it doesn't sound familiar to me. Okay, okay. Unless... It was between you and Seb and I wasn't listening for that one time. Perhaps it was something I read and dismissed. Mm. Respectfully, the baby Isabel is now citizen of our beautiful and compassionate country. You will allow us to take her with us, demands Miles Zoo, a Savoyan ambassador to Australia, as he sprinkles holy water on the child's doctors. We can offer her such care and that such a precious soul deserves, our doctors will not only tend to her ailing body, but our people will pray for her immortal soul. We shall also work in hope of a cure, and who knows what untold miracles may come years from now. And should she slip into the hands of our great parent, then at least it will be at their will, and not at the whim of some capricious doctors. Do not give up on Isabel. Do not condemn her to die. Release her into our custody whatever your thoughts on whether or not she should uh, she should be taken off life support or kept on it <clears throat> perpetually this is entirely an argument about sovereignty yes you can't declare people <laughs> citizens of your country and when then, they're abroad yeah. and then say uh, they still fall under our jurisdiction, so return them, please, yeah. and we'll do with them what they... No, you can't do that. You can't tax people who don't live in your country. You can't arrest people who, don't, who aren't, aren't, aren't citizens. Yeah. This is a sovereignty issue. Absolutely not. That is no... On sovereignty alone, let alone everything else okay, on top of it. well, let's see what option number two is <laughs> and if it's worse. Actually, just, just on sovereignty... Uh, the case of Poland, I'm, I'm familiar with because my, my parents are Polish citizens. Back in the uh, late 80s, early 90s, when the Solidarity Movement ousted the Communist Party mm. from there, uh, there was a quirk in, in Polish law that said if, you're, if your parents are Polish, regardless of where you were born, you are considered a Polish citizen. Ah. So when the borders opened up, when the Iron yeah, Curtain yeah. was lifted, a lot of Americans and Canadians came to Poland to, to visit and yes, see family yeah, yeah. because all of a sudden it was easy. And they found themselves trapped in Poland for months at a time sometimes, uh, just having to come up with a few thousand dollars to get all the necessary uh, birth certificates and passports and things so they could leave the country. Oh, wow. Because Pol- <laughs> Poland yeah. clamped down and said, no, 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 you can't leave the country without a, without a Polish passport. You're a Polish citizen. <laughs> Ah, good. So yeah. that, but they invoked their laws only within their own borders. Yeah, well, they that, weren't. They right, yeah. they didn't say, "Oh, look at all you, you know, forty plus million uh, Polish citizens living abroad. Send us tax money, please." Well, yeah. I mean, that's that's like it's yeah. It's just imagine like if it wasn't a sick child, if it was perhaps a famous scientist, and you just uh, one one country just says, "Well, they're a citizen now." And, yeah, that's and right. says, yeah. well, we're charging them with treason, uh, so please extradite them to us. Uh, no, that's not, <laughs> that's not how it works, and nobody would agree to that. Yes. Um, option number two. I implore you not to listen to this crackpot, stresses Dr. Stanislawa Ford, a representative of a hospital, putting her head in her hands. Maybe Isabella is completely beyond the capabilities of modern medicine. 
For Violet's sake, her condition is so rare, we can't even be sure what it is. Of course, I wish we could help her. No doctor wants to see their patient die, but to keep her alive is to harm her even further. Moving her now, even to another local hospital, let alone to Savoia, would cause unnecessary physiological stress and potential trauma. She probably wouldn't survive the trip. Even if she does, she will inevitably die there, away from her extended family and supporters. Allow us to make her comfortable here so she can die in peace. So, so far, the argument is move her so that she can be kept on life support there. Yeah. Or, 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 well, if you do, she'll die anyway. Yes. At least, if she's going to die, she can do it here with her family. Yes. Right. But also, moving her could cause death so is you're not you're not oh, guaranteed not certain, of okay. you're not guaranteed of extending her life yes. by letting her go um so it really is it comes down to the sovereignty if you're going to allow another nation to just claim your citizens no. and that's totally opposite to what Zane Australia does Zane Australia has always been like if you want to come to Zane Australia come to Zane Australia we will feed you and heal you and educate you and put you um, put you in, in, in the best place you can be. But in this case, she is beyond help. Yes. The, the medicine is exhausted. Yes. And she's just dying. And it doesn't sound like her parents are objecting to this cause of action. It's just this other country that has heard, <laughs> heard the news and gone, well, we won't stand for this. We well, want to make some precedents. Well, a few very vocal people yes. in that country. Well, it is an ambassador <laughs> of the yeah. country. Who so, I'm sure yeah. was, you know, elbowed into yeah. doing it by some very religious... So shall I go option number two? That's the option that uh, I would... There are only two? There are only two. Yeah, I don't think you can do anything but number two. The parents aren't objecting, and, and of course that's the right answer. Whoever yeah. the, the has the power of attorney or is the next of kin... Whatever their decision is, mm. that's what you would exercise. And, and even if they said, "No, I'm going to take her to this other country to to keep her on," yeah, um, okay, that's a bizarre choice to make in in some in some people's eyes. Uh, but that would be entirely on them. So, <laughs> in true nation states fashion. It's oh. been interpreted in an interesting way. We'll just execute everybody who is <laughs> bored and, and, and would be emigrants are told to abandon all hope ye who would exit here. Yeah. Um, but the headlines are international body praises the Australian development, interim room of economy taking over nicely, tourism braces for infox tourism industry braces for infox, and clothing retailers looking forward to a bumper season. Wait, so did the game interpret that as the borders are closed? Uh, I think they just it's it's difficult for more difficult to people to leave than it was before. Oh, so a, a medical issue no longer becomes a legitimate reason for leaving. I guess who's stopping them at the border? Not me. Well, maybe you've got a few more guards I've there all, now. I've all, look, the <laughs> postmaster general. <laughs> look, my immigration policy has been: if you want to come, come. Yeah. If you want to leave, I'll buy your plane ticket. Yeah, like the, the, Zane Australia's never been overly conscious of our borders. Yeah. Um, so the a lot of ups, no big ones. The biggest up is social conservatism at three percent, secularism at two point eight. Uh, then also niceness, compassion, intelligence, scientific advancement, average disposable income, pacifism, tourism, human development index, average income and economic output. That is 
big wins for Zane Australia. That is everything that we are about, particularly compassion, intelligence, and scientific advancement. Um, the biggest down is religiousness at 2.1. Uh, okay. So that's fine. I, I mean, we're not particularly high there anyway. Ideological radicality down 1.3. And then everything else is less than 1%. Weather, civil rights, recreational drug use, nudity, taxation, cheese exports, uh, <gasps> not agriculture. Not the cheese. Cheese goes up and down by less than 1% <laughs> every single issue. I don't know why they're so invested in immigration. And welfare also down um, 0.08. Because Italians are making it? Well, if you're, Australians. if you're leaving the country, I you're going to pack a little migrants. rucksack. You're probably going to you know, fill it with Little bread cheese. and a little bit of cheese, some grapes. Well, some I just army. assume that migrants are making it. And whenever you do anything with immigration laws, you're either going to have more or less. Cheese it. exports are one of my major industries. Yeah. So that's probably why. But I think that's a big win for Zane Australia. Um, yeah. Secularism up, religiousness down is kind of the big, big change. Sure. But... Sure. We've never been particularly religious. But that was a really loaded issue. Like, there was yes. a lot yeah, in yeah, there. Yeah. Sick baby. Sick baby. And it's it's, it's going to yeah. elicit some, some emotions here. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. when you've got to cut through the crap and get to the point. And that was a sovereignty issue. Absolutely. So I saved a particularly hard-hitting one for you this week, Zane. Oh, good. Also, yeah. I just randomly chose Are out of the slurpy, five that I have. Slurpy enough? Um, I think you'll find they're not. Uh, my <laughs> that is so a nation-state's issue. <laughs> we have to ban all frozen goods. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, or mandate slurpees for everybody for breakfast. <laughs> my issue was called a shot in the arm. The dreaded root... Yep, Rubellin measles has made a sudden comeback in world America. I wonder why. You let in all those migrants that you get rid of. I wasn't listening no, to I your ju- issue. I just think that you're full of hippies, so you're full of anti-vaxxers. We're literally full of gypsies. This is karma, Seb. This is karma. No, it's fine. Um, <laughs> measles, you say. The disease which once killed millions was thought to be wiped out after a vaccine was discovered 50 years ago. Medical professionals blame the recent anti-vaccination movement, which has turned immunization into a political football. Ooh, topical. And there's no internet to correct them. But how was the stupidity so spreading without the internet too? That's also impressive. Oh, stupid people spend money on <laughs> printing. They, re- they go mad for the pamphlets. It's true. There are three options at the table today. Should I just randomly pick one? <laughs> I won't stop you. I think it's funny. No, tell me the options. I'm very, personally, I have a lot of interest in it. Yeah, well, it's <laughs> in legitimately a very interesting how many? How many options do you have? Three. Three. I'm, go- I'm going to say the third one. If, if, I was, if I was doing this <laughs> in retaliation for Seb being an absolute dumbass... That didn't happen once. I would just blindly go, number three, whatever now, it is. I was ready to read, read, not to read. <laughs> Andy. No, I'm joking, no, no, no. of course. If you, if, you, if you are sufficiently passionate about this, you can just spend two vetoes. I can. And I will spend one veto... Get rid of the dismiss option. <laughs> and I'll spend one veto, which means we're locked into this topic forever. <laughs> we, we can't dismiss it, but we can't pick it. The show just continues. It's kind of like a stalemate. I was tempted to commit Submerica to instituting or reinstituting feudalism. That was tempting. tempting I would have been thought, so happy. But I stopped myself. Because comedy is not worth the pain, Seb. <laughs> there, are, there are other ways to be funny. <laughs> you don't have to kill I'll people. I'll work them out later. <laughs> <laughs> okay, option one. 
I'm not going to allow my babies to become slaves to Big Pharma, bemoans parent and prominent anti-vaxxer Patty Lewis. Did you know that vaccines can cause autism and stunt a child's development? I can show you several studies that say so. These pharmaceutical companies are even putting nanobots in their vaccines. Nanobots! Is that the right? It is the right of every parent to determine what is best for their child. They didn't. Herd immunity. <laughs> they didn't establish why nanobots are bad. Yeah, I they was just thinking, said yeah, nanobots. If I've got nanobots that, that heal you, I'm going to put nanobots in your medicine. Absolutely, yeah. Also, I've got a couple studies that I just wrote that said that you're an idiot. It's true. <laughs> um, I, I've got a peer, I'll get him to read them. He'll probably agree. Option two. Ooh. I'm holding back a sneeze here. This is very dramatic for me. Please, those so-called studies are nothing but hockum. Hokum? Hockum. Hokum. Hockum. Count as your physician, Dr. Woody Schwarzenegger. Hey, I like to read, not to read. Oh, it all came back. <laughs> Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Um, <laughs> while checking your heartbeat with a stethoscope. Vaccines save lives every single day. If it weren't for vaccines, rubella and measles would have killed off half of world America's population by now. There is absolutely no correlation between autism and vaccinations. Any scientist or doctor worth their degree will tell you that. If anything, we should make vaccinations mandatory for the health and well-being of world Americans across the nation. The doctor snaps on rubber gloves. Now, let's hurry up with that cough, please. So number one, Vaccines are evil, and they will ruin your holidays, uh, ruin increase your, your yeah. taxes. Well, uh, well let's, let's not get carried away. Number one is just parents <laughs> can say whether their children get vaccinated. You'll grow, you'll grow a mustache where you didn't have one, and your eyebrows will become ungainly. I'm genuinely if vac- curious vaccinate. where option three is going to go. If one is no vaccines and two is yes vaccines, I feel like that's all the options on the table. What is number three? We'll compromise. We'll give everybody half a vaccine. No, no, no. So number one is you can choose whether to vaccinate or not. Number two well, number one's is the mandatory. Law, isn't in some cases, like there are, I believe in the UK now, if, you, if you're not vaccinated, you can't go to attend a public school. Okay, fair. Um, and stuff like that. Um, and there's... there's but I this mean, is nation states to talk about. Number three is probably... Number three is going to be banning vaccine, number, vaccines. Number three feels like it's going to be like... Here's some gamma radiation. Okay, well, let's see. You know, we wouldn't have these problems if the population was more scientifically aware, muses amateur scientist Chip Bacon while pouring a vial of green liquid into a purple liquid. Movements like these are bred from ignorance and misinformation. If the government took an active role in promoting science and education, this problem would go away. This is getting more reasonable as time goes on. You could invest in a real scientific in, in real scientific studies and programs. Make science classes mandatory in schools and arrest any religious nut who attempts to disrupt our work. Seb, sorry, World America would enter a new golden age. The vials of liquid suddenly explode, covering your office with smoke and unusual coloured foam. I need to know the definition of disrupt our work. Mm. That's fair. It does not say, but I don't mind. 
I wouldn't, <laughs> I wouldn't think oh, protesting- I am all for banning any sort of religious involvement in the scientific community. I have no qualms with that. They should be. I, I don't care if someone's religious. That's fine. But in my books, but what I have if very separate their work is just publishing something on the internet that says that they're wrong or doing something dangerous. While I believe, every- which is what the anti-vax community yes. spawned from, people have the right to say whatever they want. Mm. But mm. when they are contesting facts with bullshit, I'm interested in getting rid of that. Number three, I'm, independence yes. is fine, but when it comes to like this, this thing does this thing. That's but not an opinion. That's what now I will fact. say is you are legislating based on religion. Yep, not based on belief around vaccines. Based on religion, but based on their involvement in the scientific community. So there is, yes, there is. That's that. why I need to know the definition of disrupting their work. Is it just I'm, opposing their work, or is it? going in and trying to strangle the scientists. I would imagine the legislation wouldn't be that specific because you would want to ban secular disruptions from their work as well. Well, I mean, that's the thing. Like, going in and trying to strangle or throwing pipe bombs into Planned Parenthood, let's say, that's a a crime in and of itself. For a number of reasons. For a number of reasons. But but yes, it... So, but But you don't have to be religious to do that. Yeah, but protesting at the front, is that a disruption? Well, that's what I mean. Like, what, what if they, what if they what? close, you know, lock the padlock, the gates? What about sending the them nasty letters? Is that disruption? Yeah. What about sending them 10 emails a day? Is that disruption? Honestly, you, you use the example of sending them a nasty letter as a, as a tame thing that they could do. Even if that was what they were doing and they were being punished, it's going to sound heartless, but I don't care. They have no part in this, uh, this okay, p- so the story. Okay, so you're petitioning... For option number three. Absolutely. I mean, if you, if you went in option number two as well, I'm not going to fight you. That's great. Devil's advocate. All, Devil's advocate. You are going to prepare to commit uh, public funds to this research. <laughs> and you're essentially saying you no longer, said Americans or anybody else, you no longer have the right to protest the spending of public funds in this manner. They can protest all they want. I no, just don't uh, want they them. They can't if, if they're deemed disruptive. disruptive. Yeah. If they're d- religiously disruptive. I'm saying in this case, an organization, in, the, in this case, a religious organization, I'm not. I have, there's no merit to them entering a scientific discussion. This is against religion and not against the people. Okay. people Somebody who is individually so religious. Okay, so what I'm going to say, what I'm going to say is it's a little too close to discrimination. So I'm going to go option number two. Which is also fine. Which Bring is mandatory vaccinations, which is something that is data-driven, um, in, even in this little scenario. I think but option number you three, have yeah. crossed the moral line there and you're forcing people to undergo procedures that they haven't consented to. The good to thing correct. about number three was it didn't make it mandatory, but it had to focus on education. So it still does, say it, it still does become a choice, but an informed choice. But you're also arresting people. Absolutely. For so, religious but beliefs. option two, I'm more than comfortable with as well. My, I think, yeah. Option op, option two, anything that's mandatory is rough. Yeah. I, I like it's it's not great, and I think the if if you want your child to benefit from a public education, then you then the school can say you need to be vaccinated because we can't have that there. Just like a yeah, school yeah. can say you're not allowed to bring peanuts onto the campus, you say you can't come on come in unless you're vaccinated for measles. Yep, no, I agree. Um, to, just to, to quickly address Andrew's point, it's I don't mind the individual having a having a you know question here and wanting to, you know, I was going to say riot, but you know, complain about this or that and challenge things. That is fine. 
the religious organization and getting involved in the scientific community for me is a, a, there's a line that doesn't need to be crossed. I don't care. People can complain. Religious organizations aren't people to me. They're less. Okay, Every so Every time what, you make yeah. a law, you better get the wording right because it's going to be interpreted by people who aren't you. Yeah. And, and, and they I mean, will God, interpret if we had to say in the wording in some of these things, I'm going to be a lot will, different. What if a minister not involved in any organization of protest just says, hey, there's a protest this Saturday at this place. I think he should all go because of these particular religious reasons. Then it's in the individual, oh, well, individual's hands. He's just saying, this is happening if he's basically, if and maybe, God might like it if he went. Then he's using his position of prominence he's in the community. He's not organizing it. The protest is organized by other people but who aren't affiliated with the religious. He's just saying- But he's giving religious reasons as to doing it. Okay. No. Yeah. What if there happens Either to Either way, be... we're going option two. Right? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Oh my goodness! Vaccinations are <laughs> vaccinations are mandatory. That was pretty straightforward. Yeah, that's what happens when you make, when you them, make mandatory. them mandatory. Yeah, yeah. Um, modest tax increase helps build better America. Children being seen more, heard less. Submarican eagerly awaits latest blockbuster novel. And citizens welcome firm leadership. Mm, authoritarianism's authoritarianism's gone through the roof. What did go through the roof was health. 130 percent. Oh, you're welcome. I'll double check. That maybe it went down. Did it go down recently from memory? Um, I know what I had cost, a cost, Zane. At what cost? I mean, I mean, of those three options, I think that's the only really. Yeah. No, I mean. Yeah. yeah. Uh, public health care up nine. Um, social conservatism up three. And scientific advancement and book publishing up two. As for the downs, beverage sales down 36 percent. Death rate down eight percent. That's great. Gambling down seven, and so was obesity, and then it patters off. I'm going to just really quickly jump into my health to see whether it did take a big. Yeah, health took a massive dive last session. You just, you just get these big numbers going all over the place. Well, my health dropped from three down to zero last session. Oh, so I don't know. I can't remember two. Um, two, or, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I can't remember what I, I remember there being a big drop for some reason. I think it was the, the same with the cars or something that Andrew did to me. I can't remember. I went with Mad Max for that a couple of episodes. I did to you. No, that Zane did, yeah. Seeing that cars, I can't remember what it was. Either way, there was a massive drop just last session or the session before. So that's been half corrected now, which is good. In the previous episode, uh, Submerica regulated jousting. As a gambling event, as a gambling. What was sport. the one before that? Because I can't tell when I look you at it. You repealed traffic laws, licensing, yeah, and inspections. Yep. All of these. All things. this, yeah. yeah. It's like, which one? <laughs> and before that, there were no health related cool. issues. Well, there you go. All right. Terrific. I'm happy. Pretty How happy. are you? You shouldn't be. Oh, my <laughs> death rate went Sorry. down almost 10%. I'm very happy. Yeah. Yeah. But you're forcing well. people to do things. How long before. You're forcing people to get cancer treatment, to go for chemotherapy. You take away the choice for somebody to go, it's my body and I'm going to be stupid with it. The only reason there's an argument for forcing people to have vaccinations, and I'm not saying that they should be mandatory across the board, the only reason is the herd immunity. Because there is, Yes, there is, a, there is that, that benefit to it. But remember at the heart of it, the argument is that you're saying, I know what's best for you mm-hmm. and you're going to do this because it's better for you and better for everybody else. Okay. At, if you're prepared to do that, at what point do you stop? What I would say is if, <clears throat> if this certain thing was going to happen, I would say if you want to access public health care, 
then you need to be vaccinated. That public public health spaces are vaccine vaccinated zones. But that's not forcing somebody to do it. They have a choice. And, that, and that's of exactly to, right. Yeah. That, that's yeah. I would I would not on the force everyone to have um, get vaccinated. I'm on the if you're going to be around people that are going to suffer if you're not vaccinated, you should be vaccinated. And that's basically schools and hospitals. Herd immunity is just one benefit of vaccines. Yes, the, it's the not, other is it's just, not a drain on the economy <laughs> and people don't die for no reason. <laughs> but uh, so that's... Uh, do you have an issue? I do. Okay. Oh, we're still going. I thought we had done all three. Now no, I've got to no, wreak that some was havoc. Just, <laughs> that was just the fallout. That was just the follow-up. So after stepping off the path in an Andropolian city park to take pictures of a penguin, a Bigtopian tourist was subject to Andropolian Defence Regulations, Volume 4, Bylaw 8A, Chapter 23, Section G, 17-5, Paragraph 4B, and was subsequently obliterated by a full battalion of Andropolia's finest. Sounds like you've got a really big pamphlet mm. over there. Yeah, buddy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> we've got that We've got that whiteout going like crazy. <laughs> well, so you blame me for military might, but what the hell just happened there? You did that. I'm in the process of slashing mm-hmm. the laws. Slashing prices and citizens. No, no. no I don't slash citizens. Oh, I was a tourist. Oh, sorry. Yeah, there was a penguin. Well, it was a tourist or a penguin? Was a tourist taking photos of penguins. Oh, I thought the penguin got slashed. You really need to park. listen. I wasn't, sorry. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, I'll just get it and pick one. Oh God, I hope I never get you again. <laughs> one of you will. Oh. Not necessarily, if we I, can all get ourselves. If I get me, I'm a happy person, I'll be honest. That's just how our glorious nation operates, says Bella Ward, the sub-minister of internal affairs of the defence of the internal affairs of the National Subcommittee of Sovereign Urban Parks. Yeah, I'm going to cancel that. Wow, this is um really bureaucratic over here. <laughs> we didn't get where we are today by letting those dirty, out-of-line foreigners trample our carefully manicured petunia bushes. She tries to wave a copy of the Andropolian Defence Regulations Volume 4 at you for emphasis. The sheer bulk of the tome forces her to resort to instead slamming the book onto your desk. The legs creak under the weight. We need more safeguards against external aggression. No entry signs in multiple languages, tracking anklets issued at the border, oodles of barbed wire and high-yield minefields. Summer tourists and all other miscreants like them are a threat to society. And if we need to have a show of force to keep them in line, by the Confederacy, we should do so. That's a very in-character option for you to pick right now. I no, was just it's watching, not. I mean, you just nuked a country. I was just watching um, Gordon Ramsay's Hotel Horrors TV Why show. Why is this anecdote coming up now? <laughs> and the one hotel that I watched last night... They would make guests upon entering the hotel sign a waiver, pretty much saying they <gasps> will not damage the hotel. That's the very first episode of Hotel. Is Hill. it? Yeah. Okay. So, they, yeah, you won't damage the walls, this, that. And his whole point was, that's a terrible, hi, welcome to the hotel. But I just found it even worse, hi, welcome to the country. And it's that option there. <laughs> yep. That's pretty awful. Yeah, it's bad. Glad P- you feel that it's way. It's bad PR. <laughs> Number two of four. All of them just as long. You can hear yelling at a rising deep rumbling crescendo of noise, then a main battle tank bursts through the doors and part of the wall. The top hatch opens and Colonel Pedro Cummings, the officer in charge of the apprehension of the unfortunate tourist, pops out. Now you listen to me, most supreme magnificent overlord. The last thing we need is more handsy pansy suits getting in the way of our work. 
We should have no more requests to obliterate, signed in triplicates, sent in between 8 and 1500 hours, sent back, queried, last found, subject to public inquiry, lost again, and finally discovered in the basement of Andropoly City Library underneath a treatise about gummy worms. The colonel pulls a handgun the size of a small dog from his waistband and drops it onto the, <laughs> onto the regulation almanac. The legs of your desk groan. Give the military control over how to dispose of all these pesky lawbreakers. We've been dying to test out our new Andropolia-made Super Obliterator 3000s anyway. Mm. They've been dying <sighs> to do it. They really want to test it out. You can, you, can want, you can want to test it out all you like. But tourists aren't real people. Oh, yes they are, Zane. <laughs> they bring money. <laughs> Yeah, and then you shoot them. And anybody who has money is a real person. (laughs) You don't even have to be... Cash-only economy. (laughs) You kill them, you take their money. No, it's crypto-only here, baby. Is it, though? Did you Because I went crypto-only. I I don't think you've had the option to. I don't think I've had a currency issue, but Mm. uh, I'll have to to go back and Mm. read the notes for that. Because if I did have the option, I would have gotten rid of a national currency. And there's something vaguely familiar about that. Mm. I'm all for banning things. We, what was the second option? Don't. Was, <laughs> was it ban life? I wasn't paying attention. No, number one is to essentially double down on the regulations. Mm, border and, security. Yep. And <laughs> everybody in the country will get a tracking bracelet. Mm. and no For the good of the nation, yes. What was option yeah. two in short? Just for the army to have carte blanche. Oh, yeah. And martial law, essentially. They do need more power, I found, in your case. I've had great success with extending the powers of your army. Number three. Your butler pours you a cup of tea, having materialised from the mysterious dimension butlers go to when they don't want to be noticed. It appears to me, the most supreme magnificent overlord, that the problem lies within Andropolia rather than without it. (gasps) You can hardly... Hang him! Hardly blame people who visit our glorious cities for being in awe and thus forgetting their place, and indeed, what place they are in. He places the delicate teacup on top of the obscenely large gun and size of a child rulebook. Having too many government committees, unnecessary departments, and too many soldiers can only lead to more debacles like this. Cut the administrative overgrowth, downsize the defence forces, and possibly funnel that money into something more productive like Andy, 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 education no. or You've butler made the salaries. Wrong choice. You've read the situation all wrong. His thin moustache quivers expectantly. Why did he's he not give to do this? He's not going to do that answer. Yeah, why did he give me this? Even I know I'm not picking option three. <laughs> it's not... This is Sam. He just nuked someone, Andy. I know. Oh, you're hoping for, I know. You're hoping for me to like have a face turn. Maybe it's this episode, but maybe I'm not going to wait for the pay-per-view. I'm going to do it on the normal week show next time. <laughs> so that everyone can see how good he is now. Absolutely. <laughs> oh... Number four. I can see that you want option three. I acknowledge where your heart lies. But what's option four? (laughs) The family of the dead tourist manages to climb over the armoured vehicle in your doorway and into your office. The deceased's mother, who is especially distraught, approaches you with tears in her eyes. Why does no one ever think of the people affected by all this? We're here to sightsee, not to get our family killed by your thugs. Why did they pick the wrong nation? <laughs> how does stepping off a park path even warrant deployment of service to air missile trucks or a ninja team? We can't keep on going, not knowing where the next of us will step out of line and be run over by a tank. 
We demand an apology, a change to the law, and reparations. The distraught woman gently places a photo of her dead son on your desk, which promptly collapses. This is now genuinely tough because everything she said is correct. I she- think that's the right option. Yeah. I, and I, I, it's not the Andropolian option. I no. think that's the right option. Andropolian option is option so three. And let, you know that. Yeah, I know. Good. I'm acknowledging. I oh, know. I'm, I'm awful reparations. That is a bad law. I just wish this, this option three is gift wrapping everything you have been after since this show started. But option four is the right answer. Veto, veto, no, no, four <laughs> veto points. I'm eliminating option one, two, four, and the dismiss. It was very annoying. I was giving a lovely speech about how I would be the villain here and tell them they're not getting reparations and select option three. But now I don't have to be the villain. You're the villain. Good. Great. Good. I saw you going down that line. I play this game legitimately. And had you said I pick option four before I had a chance to veto, that would have been it. It would have been implemented. I was going to pick option three. I was just going to give you a big speech about how I would do the terrible thing for the good of your damn nation. But now I don't have to. You're doing it, so you can waste all your points. It's great. I've had enough of your speeches, Seb. It's true. I've had enough of your speeches. Oh, haven't we all? And enough of your decision making. That's it. <laughs> this is what I think of how you run a country. I have eliminated every possible option. But the good one. I was going to pick option three. <laughs> you claim. But oh, you cut me off mid-speech. Good. Everything's anyway. going perfect. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Out of work soldiers. Okay, I'm happy because the less video points you have now, and I know what I was going to pick, so I know how useless they were for you. <laughs> out of work soldiers and bureaucrats can often be found camped out in front of manservant academies. Oh. Andropolia's civil rights rose from very good to excellent. Good job. Full. The Andropolis Sentinel reports four dead in road rage incident after drivers produce assault weapons. Listen, buddy, you let that happen. You literally let that happen. Andropolia's natural beauty, how to find it. Wages rise, wage rise, put spring in step, money in pocket. Less and employees. Tax cut proves Andropolia is open for business. <laughs> hey, we can technically have tourists, but remember those ones that we shot? For walking <laughs> legally, <Near> penguins. <laughs> yeah, walking illegally. That's exactly right. This no, wasn't legally. This was walking. No, they no. no. He he was trespassing to get yeah. a photo of penguins. The law was ridiculous, but it was illegal what he was doing. But it was ridiculous. So now it's all been repealed. Good. And the things cut down as well. Good. All those things. I'm proud. Weaponization up twenty two percent. Public education. Why, why did that happen? You repealed law. I know, right? Maybe it's because all the soldiers' weapons are now being S- sold sale. off. Yeah. yeah, okay. I'm expecting a black market rise, but so it's not big if it is. It's because it's already big. <laughs> Public education up 13.5%. Crime up 65 Ideological radicality up 6 Intelligence up 3 Civil rights and charmlessness up 25 And freedom from taxation up 1%. As far as the downtrends are concerned, government size down three percent, authoritarianism down four, taxation that's a, that's a small drop. I was expecting a bigger one in authoritarianism. Bigger one, but it is down now to a third of a Stalin. Okay. Three hundred thirty seven millistalins. That's right. Taxation down four and a half percent, so the effective tax rate is now five point four percent. Social conservatism down six, safety down twenty five percent, as is law enforcement. 
and defense forces, the big loser, the big downer, uh, down 43%. All right. I think that's fine. Yeah. It's a fine decision that you made. So government size, more I, importantly, I is I find the- it interesting that you made that decision then and not when nuclear war was on the line. But, you know... D- Seb, you do not get to take the high road on this. I'm not looking the high road. You are looking I'm incredibly sm- smug. Smug is yes, that's definitely the right if word. If there is, if there is <laughs> blame to be attributed, is ninety percent you, ten percent Andy. <laughs> I would argue for eighty-five, fifteen, but I'll take the ninety. Yes, you will. <laughs> All right, well, this has been a Patreon episode. Thank you very much for being some of the best people in the entire world. Uh, We'll be back. Well, actually, you can listen to our next episode right now. It'll be releasing the same day and every week, and then we'll be back in five episodes' time. Yes. Mm -hmm. And we're about to switch over again, so brace yourselves for that. Until then, (laughs) I have been Zane C. Weber, Chancellor of the National Council of Australia, twirling forever towards the future. I have been a completely morally resolved, dissolved, whatever you want to say. I oh yeah, you're I'm, morally dissolved, or right. I'm clean of conscience. I'm yeah, but that doesn't mean that I'm, just means you're dumb. That I'm, doesn't mean that you're actually a good person. I have been your best Sebastian <laughs> of the United States of World America. Challenge. That might stick. Yeah, <laughs> I like that one. I've been your best Sebastian. That's that's nice. I have been Andrew Schossler, the most supreme, magnificent overlord of everything you ever saw in the great confederacy of Andropolia, imploring you all, don't trust Seb. (laughs) Until next time, gentlemen.